welcome to the Monday edition of the Rush Hour. Monday, the 22nd of January. Can you believe January's nearly over? Come and gone already. We're here with you till six. We'll talk sport, family, fun. We'll entertain you, Jars. <laughs> I'll better welcome you in too because you're frantically writing something down. We all know you can't write and we can't read. So what are you writing and welcome? G'day, Byrne. G'day, Adelaide. Nice to be back on air for a change. Australia's first test uh, was over in two days and 35 minutes. Tick yes. that. We'll talk about that. The two are down under. Another great success, Byrne. That was. We'll tick that one off. Strikers in the prelim tonight. Yes. How good were they against the Scorchers on the weekend? Very good, Byrne. Tick that. The Crows and Port, they're back at pre-season. Hey, boys, keep your T-shirts on and your singlets on. What, what are they doing? Oh, they're swagging around with their chests out and if, their hairy bums hanging out. If you've got it, Jazz, flaunt no, it. cover it up. Flaunt it. Uh, Djokovic will win the Australian <laughs> Open. Tick that off. Really? And our young producer, Tom Basso. Oh, hello. Engaged. Oh, hey! He's been with this last for three weeks. <laughs> he's he could be getting engaged. <laughs> and we're back. Oh, and it's a big welcome to you, Gregory Blewett. Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't <laughs> tell me. We've this been has on to stop. He's done two shows. In, what? what is it, a week and a, well, eight days? I don't know, Burn. The whole well, year. Well, well, the whole year. <laughs> the whole year, Molly. That, that, up. Yeah, why couldn't you say that? A whole year. Well, why didn't you say that? Because I'm thinking about why Greg's not here. <laughs> You're thinking. Thinking about why it's Greg's not while. here well, once again. What is going on here? Is he part of this show or is he not? Well, we know he spoons our boss, Matt yeah. Riley, mm-hmm. on a regular occasion. What? Apparently, Brasher as well, and sometimes at the so, same time. He's not with us tonight, family, for the next two hours. He's up in Brisbane getting ready for uh, a Gold Coast, is it? Is he doing the Channel 7 tonight, isn't he? Well, I I don't even know if he's actually doing anything. He just says he's... Whenever there's anything to do with cricket on, he's unavailable for our show. So we're obviously coming second. what you say off air, you're spot on. We don't need him. Hey, Usman (laughs) Kawhi... And, and you know what? You know what? What you said was spot on too. He's an absolute... Wait. Oh, I didn't <laughs> say that. Usman Khawaja cleared to play in the say, test match. Say him again. Usman Khawaja cleared to play, what, I said it wrong, did I? <laughs> Thursday. He yeah. got a, copped a nasty one in the oh, jaw, yeah. but he's been cleared. I yeah. thought that would have broken Michael his jaw. Michael Holding nearly broke his jaw. Michael Holding was playing, was he? What <laughs> <laughs> on the PlayStation. So he's up. He's, he's playing. Yeah, he's Duh. in. So there's a bit of a question mark of who yes, would sir. come in because Steve Smith come up and opened the batting. Yeah, so we that were, went well. Well, it went okay. Oh. Went okay. Not Cam out. Green went well at number four, and I got whacked. Are we weak through the middle part? Like, yes, I know we Travis are. Head is there. Travis the star. Mitch Marsh has been going okay, but they're yeah. all a bit like. A bit fragile. Can be hit and miss a little yeah. bit. Lab of shame, but anyway. A good side. <laughs> hey, Gabba, good luck. <laughs> and day night. That could be all over. That could be all over. Have yeah, we ever yes, seen a Bert. test match last all a day? All over in two days. A day. <laughs> so you're saying a day. Well, we need to declare on about 100 as soon as so, we pass them. So. Send them in. Make, a, make 200 and then so get them back So you're saying in. 40 wickets will go in a day. No, they're not going to get us out twice, <laughs> right, so yeah, that'll okay. be maybe 30. All right. Now, we've got a big show, Burn. Big show coming up. Right. Uh, we've covered half of it. We're going to speak Nerve to... Nerve Hughes will join us after five. Yep. Don't miss that. Stuart O'Grady, Tour Down Under Director, yes, will uh, join which us. which has been sensational around our beautiful state. Uh, I've got a little bit of mail coming up shortly about Cricket Australia and Ooh. the sacker. I thought you said you dropped no, mail. No, I don't. No, as you know, for the family... You don't, that's but you I've are. retired from dropping mail. You don't, but you are. But I know I've been... Running or raging hot 
Raging at the end of last hot. year, I was raging hot with mail. <laughs> raging no, hot. You quit. You quit two years ago. Yeah, I retired. I made yeah. an announcement. There's a little bit of mail going around, and we're going to ring Greg Blewett before mm. five o'clock. I've heard some disturbing news too, so I need to t- get that off my chest. And hey, turn this song up. Very, very disturbing, Jars. And I've got some mail on Axel Rose too. So you've got all the mail, Jars. Jeez. Hey, Burn and family, I just want to <laughs> reflect and go back to this uh, first test against the West Indies. Yes. We've been off air, so we haven't had our say or our opinion. Two right? days and 35 minutes. Shortest ever test match at Adelaide Oval. Yep. Shortest ever, Burn Burn. Yep. Now, I've got a little, little bit of info. Now, the, the questions I want to ask you is, Who's going to get compensated, uh, those part-time workers, for the next five days? Because we got invited on day one, thanks mm-hmm. to West End. Lucky they had a great we, day. Lucky they didn't invite us Saturday. No, because exactly. Now, where mm-hmm. does all that extra food, all that food that was wasted, where does that go? They're yep. the questions I want to ask you and the family. And do these kiddies get their pay for five days, part-timers? Well, they should. Do they the sponsors. Should. What happened to the sponsors who were inviting uh, guests and, mm. and, and clients to their corporate luncheons. boxes? And luncheons. Weekends. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's a tough one. It, you know, shortest ever test match at Adelaide Oval. Now, as we know, Cricket Australia are going to look after South Australia eventually with a seven-year deal yeah. to play test matches in December, which yep. our boy Greg Blewett dropped. Dropped, he did too. Tick. Yep. Seven-year deal. Early Bang. December, that'll Locked be. Locked that in for seven years. Yep, like right. it. Okay. Now, compensation-wise, um, I got told at the Blitz Golf at North Adelaide on Friday, which was a fantastic event. that? Wow. We'll talk about that tomorrow too. And we caught up with our boy Glennie Maxwell. Mm-hmm. Anyway, $8 million that I'm told that the Cricket Australia will give to the sacker in terms of compensation for the last... Now, I don't know if it's just for this test match or the last two seasons, Pakistan and the West Indies, because they've finished early. We've got West Indies twice the last yes, correct. two years. And so, the Pakistan. And they've finished and early. And Pakistan. So I want to know where they... dollars. Because I've heard no one from the SACA. No. No one from but the SACA just coming out will apologise, pardon? What do they do with that, the SACA? They give it out to all the. I doubt that's a I doubt good question. Whether it all gets, all of it gets passed. I on don't know where that money is broken down. Workers, to. but I think Cricket Australia. Let's get to the cut to the chase. They've got the got the scheduling wrong here, and even the Gabba this week. I know the Gabba test will go into the weekend. It starts Thursday, but if they need a eight day break in between tests, yeah. start times of tests. Yeah. Why couldn't the Adelaide Test match start on a Friday? Good question. And then the Gabba test start on a Saturday. You know, at least Thursday for the Adelaide test. At least you get a bit of the, you know, it would have only been 35 minutes on the Saturday. But you need weekend cricket in a test match in the, well, the start or the middle bit of the test. You can't rely on Saturday, Sunday being the last couple of days because we know with some nations it's not going to go that far. So I just think they missed, they dropped the ball there a little bit with the scheduling. By giving Adelaide a late test match, they yes. should have been doing everything to look after the sacker and the people that want to go to the cricket. Because who supports test cricket? The people. It, the, the, yeah, Melbourne and South Australia support yep. test cricket better than any other state in they the country. They should look that, and Sydney not bad. They're not bad if they're not washed out. Yeah, Perth being really poor. Well, they, well they, oh, Perth. They keep getting the first test though. Just given the Big Bash series. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're out All of the that. one day is. They're out of that. So, Burn, that's the information I received right. regarding Cricket Australia compensating the sacker, yep. $8 million, Eight plus million. that new seven-year deal, which our boy Gregory dropped mm. first before anyone else well, that's here on good Triple news, M. by the way. All right. But just for the families that didn't go, that were meant to go, mm. did you get your money back? 
Did you get reimbursed? Well, people fly into state to go. The Adelaide well, that's, test match. A lot match. of my mates said their that, mates were flying in. On and a then, Saturday. Yeah. And then, yeah. And so, then yeah. couldn't get flights back. Nah. So they had to fork out more money because yeah. they were going to do a three, four dayer. Yep. So who, so do you think we got shafted? Completely. One, triple, three, five, three, or, or, or. It's just what it is. It's the schedule. We knew we were playing the West Indies. We knew we were playing inexperienced. Nah. We are playing a district cricket side in nah. terms of the West Indies. Got to start at least on a Friday. Friday and for me. And if you went and West if you Indies. didn't go, you can cleanse, get on the phone. Yep. All right, talk to us. Yep. Talk to us. One triple three five three is our number. Or the text line, Burn. What's the number, Burn? Oh four triple eight five one zero four seven. Just Scheduling the teams. We played the West Indies the last two times. We want answers. Who gets compensated? Yep. We're shafted again. One triple three five three. Let's go to the phones now. Aaron from Paralawi. Now tell us your story. What do you think? Did Adelaide get shafted? Oh, how you going, boys? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Adelaide got shafted. Um, well, it was actually disgraceful. I wanted to come home from work, watch the cricket, and there was nothing to watch. No. Nah. So I don't know what Cricket Australia are doing. Why can't we just go back to the old way that we used to do it? In November, December, we have the test matches. Then we have one-dayers, and now we've got T20s. We can have a couple of international T20s after that. I don't know what the big deal is. Like, why can't Cricket Australia just pull their act together? Well, the, apparently they have. I think we're going to get the second test for the next few years, which will be early December, which will go back to normal, because I think the late... Uh, test summer was because of the one day World Cup Rightio, okay well hopefully it goes back to normal yep. because having it, having it in um, in January is just not good enough No, nah, no, nah, it's not no, absolutely not. Even, and, even yeah. having it this time of year um, thanks for your call Aaron is, um, it, it could have started on a Friday the mm. Wednesday is the thing that's annoying yeah. me we don't get any weekend test matches here No, nah. no. let's go to uh, Nadia of McGill G'day Nadia Hi, how are you? What's your thoughts, please? Well, we were invited through clients for the Saturday, and so obviously we didn't get to go. Um, I know they paid a lot of money for those tickets. Um, Obviously, I don't know the amount, but they certainly did not get compensated. So it really was quite disgusting. But they should. Yeah, I agree. Nadia, those corporate boxes, they're not cheap. They're not cheap to have. No, no. And we were so looking forward to yeah. it. It was a day out for us oh. as well. And, yeah, it's a real shame. That's good. This is who we wanted to hear from, uh, someone like Nadia, who they've forked out for yes. big money and haven't been compensated jar. So maybe they might get some of that $8 million. Who knows? Let's head out to Woodcroft. Uh, Damien, tell us about what you think about the Adelaide Test match. I think that it's we've been bloody ripped off. It's not so much the two-and-a-bit days. It's more or less that we've had West Indies two years in a row. Yeah. Um, we used to have, Adelaide used to have back in the day, used to have the New Year's Day test, lost that. Then we had the Australia Day ODI, yeah. lost that. And then the day-night test was ours, and then we've lost that. <laughs> and it's stupid. And if you look at it from, so this year I'm a, a financial member, like member. Yep. So I've had the best part of 700 bucks for two and a bit days of cricket yeah. and a Sunday T20. Like, Jeez. what's... That's shocking. That's that. That's another story. The value of the second membership so, for what you get to see. So, yeah. Thanks so, for your call, Damien. Damien, great call. So, uh, is the sacker fighting for us, or is it just? All, I haven't heard anything about it's a little it. Little handshake agreements under the table. I haven't no, heard. No, I've heard nothing heard. from anyone from the sacker. No, no one. Be do, dis- they, do those part-time kids get paid for five days instead of two and a bit? 
What about the SACA members that, that are members like Damien mm. and country members that yeah. travel all the way down from interstate? They don't get compensated as well. Got to move on. Yes, let's go to Albert and g'day, Ashley. G'day there, fellas. Um, I believe we got right rule this shafted. They mm. caved in, well, Cricket Australia caved into Dominic Perrottet last year. He had a whinge about um, them. Sydney Test yeah. always being rained out, so they've changed the, um, you know, the scheduling. Um, we should have probably at least had a day-night test match and not even start on a Wednesday, Thursday at the earliest, so at least people working during the day, they can at least roll down to the cricket and see at least two sessions, or people come home and watch it on TV um, in the evening, and I just feel sorry for all those people who actually bought tickets yeah. to, you know, even for the five days or just two days like the weekend, and uh, all, all done and dusted. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah. It, it's more the start date, isn't it? The start well, date. It, it is. We can't... I know West Indies two years in a row is a bit unlucky. Yeah, and we're but, playing like a district side because they had yeah. seven... Yeah. But the, the thing, the hospitality industry took a, a, a fair whack, yeah. to be honest with you. Luckily, we had the two down under mm. to compensate. Yeah. You know, we got the fringe coming up. I get all that. But we do it better than anyone else. Yep. Let's finish off. Uh, okay. Good chat so far. Huntfield Heights way. Let's go to Mark. What do you think, Mark? We get shafted? I don't think we did, actually. I, I think that the problem is that we're playing a substandard team and yeah. if you get rolling two and a half days, we get rolling two and a half days, but it doesn't matter. The pitch was reasonable. Scheduling is really non, non, not even an issue as far as I'm concerned. And while we're throwing stones at the Sacker and uh, Cricket Australia, I just really don't understand that. When you've got a substandard team with, you know, how many debutants and, you know... All of a sudden, everyone's in, in in the firing line except for the team that underperformed. Hey, Mark, really? do we need to, do we need to be more selective of who comes here and when? Well, look, I, I don't care. I, I'm happy for the wingies to come here, but I think people are like still looking at like you know a long time ago when the wingies were a powerhouse. They're, mm. they're a shadow of their former self. Oh yeah, they're not really like a rated test nation. So for for everyone to go, oh well, it's Sackers' fault, it's Cricket Australia's fault. No, well, it's not their fault. It wasn't the pitch. It wasn't the ground. It wasn't the day. It wasn't. It, it was West Indies' fault that they got one two and a half days because they're not that good. Could have we it's, started on a Friday? Yeah, but the mate. scheduling's poor, mate. This from Cricket Australia. Uh, yeah, well, you would expect any test playing nation to be able to go past two days, yeah. or even if it's on a Friday, it would be all over in two and a half days anyway. So, realistically, it doesn't matter if it was started on a Monday. Yeah. To be honest, because at the end of the day. They weren't good enough no. and struck way better. So, Valid. Well, throwing stones at Cricket Australia and mm. Saka and all these people, well, 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 it's, you know, it's not our, it's their fault. Well, no, it's not. It's the West Indies' fault that they're not good enough to compete with Australia. Who's the best test nation in the in the world? Yeah, good yeah. points. Yeah, yeah, good. Very point. valid yeah, points. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for your well, call. We've had them two years in a row, though. Yeah, two years in a row is a bit. Harsh well, I don't understand that. No, but anyway, I don't. I but, don't know how that works. Again, but. Um, um, it's just an opinion. You know, uh, we want to get it out there because we want to have our say. But give, I think Mark's a very I good I reckon call. Mark's a great call. Molly, give him the prize, please. All right, Mark, we're going to send you and a mate to see Gleeso and the Screaming Jacks rocking out live on stage this summer. Their professional misconduct tour is on. Tickets, of course, are on sale at screamingjetsofficial.com.au. Thanks to all our callers. And it was Mark or Mike? Mark. I thought you said something else. Mark. I didn't say his name. You're right. Did I? You're a bit tired. You haven't stopped working. <laughs> no, so you've been I working hard, Molly. She I said know. maybe you need a light down, Molly. <laughs> Mark with an American accent. Yeah, Mark. Mark. Our next guest raced his way to success. As Olympic rider, as a world.
world track rider. And now he's going to be the man who wins the Pyre. Could you believe it? The first Australian ever to win this great classic race. And it's Stuart O'Grady's lap of honour. He's a six-time Olympian, the inaugural Tour Down Under winner, and awarded the Medal of Order of Australia. Please welcome to Triple M's Rush Hour, Mr Stuart O'Grady. Oh, the great Stuart O'Grady joins us here on the Rush Hour. Welcome, Stuart. Wow, that was quite an intro, guys. <laughs> Probably the best ever. Thank you. Well, you deserve it, mate. How many do you wake up every day thinking about that win? Uh, look, it, it's the only trophy I do have um, on show at home. So, yeah, no, I guess yes is, yeah, yes is the answer. Yes, a tour down under race director as well. Um, successful. I saw the, what were the crowd numbers? Because on the news and in the paper, it looked like people everywhere. Yeah, I think certainly since I've been involved from a rider's point of view i mean the crowds have just been huge you know the weather was obviously good you know it kind of dialed up as on cue for the tdu as the as the europeans arrived <laughs> we went from you know a misty cool 17 degrees on christmas day to you know 35 degrees i think as the first plane <laughs> landed but yep. we, we had really good weather and yeah i think you know it's taken a few years since the pandemic for for crowds to really get out there and i guess locked back into their traditions and where they sat for the TDUs in the past. But, yeah, the crowds were, were phenomenal, yeah. Hey, an exciting finish too. Stephen Williams ended up winning. Uh, tell me about him. The underdog, no one gave him any chance or his team, Israel Premier Tech? Yeah, look, they're at the top of the Pro Series. So, um, you know, they've, they've just been relegated from the World Tour couple of years before so look the guys have really I guess regrouped focused and are you know trying to fight their way back into the UCI world tour so uh, look it's no surprise to be honest the guys are led by two-time you know Santos tour down under winner Daryl Impey they've got Simon Clark on board they've got a bunch of experience and you know when you get to these big races experience plays a key role and, and even with the younger riders we seem to have so many you know I like calling them kids because they're way younger than I am but you know, they, they come in they've got all the power they've got all the data they've got all the results but to deliver on the world to a stage is pretty special and you need some uh, level heads at the top of the bunch. Stewie how many countries would have watched the uh, the tour down under here in Adelaide? Oh, a lot. Yeah, I mean, we are the only world tour stage race happening in the world at the moment. Obviously, Europe's covered in a winter blanket, which is more, you know, kind of focused on the track and the velodrome racing or cyclocross. So the entire world of road cycling is, is focused on Adelaide, which, you know... A lot of those images getting beamed around the world of Selix Beach, Aldinga, Mount Lofty, the Barossa, McLaren Vale. You know, I've been getting quite a few messages from around the world of people going, mate, I wish I was there. Spectacular. And at the end of the day, that's exactly what we want. We want people to come to South Australia. Stewie, what about these overseas riders? A lot of them first time ever in Australia, let alone Adelaide and the Tour Down Under. What's their feedback been like the last 24 hours to you? Yeah, extremely positive. Yeah, almost a little bit overwhelming, to be honest. I mean, this is the the best supported bike race in the world, without a doubt. Yeah. There's bigger events, such as the Tour de France, Mm. but uh, as an actual supported event, I mean, you know, our Tour Down Under team, all the guys and girls involved in delivering the event, we go above and beyond, and I think that's what creates our uniqueness. The guys do fly down with Singapore Airlines. They enjoy the flight. Um, They get here. It's sunny. You know, the, it's a 10-minute tram stop down to Glenelg. They can ride through the, the hills, you know, in a fairly short 
period of time. But it's the crowd, it's the support from the locals. And, you know, those crowds, as I said earlier, have just been, in my opinion, probably in record numbers. Yeah, seeing thousands of bikes on the streets at the moment. It's brilliant to see. Now, I want to ask you, in my time at the Adelaide Football Club, a guy called Charlie Walsh was oh. employed there. And now uh, he was brutal. Yeah. Some would say crazy, stupid, yeah. all of those. I hope he's not listening at the moment. But he always <laughs> told stories about you. Let me tell you a story about Stuart Did O'Grady. He? And he oh, would he say would how crazy you were. Uh, what's your relationship with him like? Yeah, look, Charlie, I mean, at the time I was, I was only 17 when Charlie selected me to go to the Barcelona Olympics. So I was pretty much a young kid just riding my bike and, and next minute things happened pretty quickly. But, you know, Charlie pushed me and all the other guys to the absolute limits. We yeah. didn't we didn't have a big budget. We, did, we weren't paid. I think I was the highest paid athlete at the time on 100 US dollars a month. And, yes. you know, that came through the budget from, you know, the, the AIS. Yep. Um, so, you know, we didn't have a lot to play with. So... For memory, there were only five endurance athletes in Barcelona and yet only four of us could ride. And at that time, even with the AOC and the IOC, only four of us got medals, even though five of us rode. Yeah. So it was pretty It's pretty cutthroat. And in Charlie's defence, <laughs> uh, you know, he, 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 we were doing 300-kilometre rides for a four-minute event. Oh, certainly created the characteristics <laughs> and you know, defined the characters which either – which either made you or broke you, to be honest. And I was, I guess, one of the lucky ones that got through. So when it, was, was the last time you did a 300k ride? Uh, a long, well, Milan yeah. San Reno yeah. was actually 310, I think, so <laughs> probably not that long ago. It was on a motorbike. Uh, yeah, not, not for a training ride. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'd do 100k rides and we didn't even have yeah, to bloody yeah. ride an arrow, yeah. We kicked yeah. the footy. You thought you were Studio Grady, Burn. <laughs> oh, shit, I was. No, hey, uh, thanks for your job. time, mate. Did a great job with the Tour Down Under. It's getting bigger and bigger each year. So thanks for your time and uh, say good day to Charlie for us. <laughs> Yeah, thank you very much. I'm sorry if I've given, you know, he's given you too much stories about me. I mean, I can only make him what he's saying about yeah. body fats and everything else. But, no, look, Charlie Charlie was a great, great coach. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, I appreciate your support. Thanks, no, guys. Brilliant. There he is. Tour Down Under Director, Stuart O'Grady. Another great event, Burn. Love it. Yeah, welcome back to the five o'clock hour. We're here with you till six. A good first hour. Uh, we took your calls on the cricket, uh, whether it was... Well, the scheduling, the team we played, the West Indies we've had twice in a row, yeah. which some people weren't happy mm. with. Uh, the start day being a Wednesday, mm. people thought it was never going to get to the weekend, which people working nine to five, they want an opportunity to go to the cricket if they pay their membership. Hospitality so, took a hit, hospi- corporates. Everything. So Part-time there, workers. There is casuals. some compensation, but we're not sure where that's going to go okay. to at the moment. But, uh, well, we tried to ring Greg Bloor, who's not here as well, right. so we left him a nasty message. Yes. Stuart O'Grady came on and spoke to it down under. That was yes. a huge success. But got a big hour coming up too. We're going to talk to the great Merv Hughes uh, ahead of, well, the Strikers tonight and the, mm. the Test match in the, at the Gabba Thursday. starting Thursday. Yeah. So we're looking forward to that. And just while I got you, the text line, the baseball, the local baseball league, the Adelaide Adelaide Giants, Giants, have finished ABL minor premiers this season. Again, after finishing minor premiers and winning the Claxton Shield last season, that win came after 43 years of not winning. Remember, Jars? We spoke about it. So they're they're very happy, the Adelaide Giants. So they'll play the Melbourne Aces at West Beach this weekend for the best of three playoff final. The games are Friday, Saturday night at 7pm. Support them. So 
And then the third game obviously will be Sunday. Weather will be nice if, it, if required. So be sold out, Ben. That is go that is Adelaide good. Giants. That's a good local story too because after yeah. 43 years, we yeah. won it last year. Let's go back to back, Ben. And they're back again. Back. So um, good luck to them oh. and thanks for letting us know. That's a, that's a text line, 1047. Yeah, nice, Ben. Well, let's get into it. Merv's up next. So Greg Blewett, once again absent from this top rating show mm. because he has got Channel 7 commitments tonight. Is he even He's on there? He's in a make-up chair as we speak. He better, he better be actually on. Can you imagine? Oh. He's been playing cricket, wineries, yeah. catching up with yeah. all his mates. Yeah. I'm hearing Does his he wife wants to leave. Oh, oh don't no. say that. <laughs> You've seen him on the cricket pitch. He's out. He's got him. What piece of bowling. Superb bowling by Mervyn Hughes. That's five wickets. Hughes on the head. Triple M rocks cricket. He's absolutely smacked the crap out of that. <laughs> but all said and done, I reckon today I'm going to go out the limb and say the West Indies are behind the eight ball. <laughs> <laughs> Just, hey, I'm, I'm seriously, where does he come up with this stuff? He's, you're the oracle, man. Please welcome to Triple M's Rush Hour, the marvellous Mr. Merv Hughes. Oh, the Merv. <laughs> welcome to the Rush Hour. How are you, big fella? Hello, gentlemen. How are you? What a fantastic... Um, <laughs> That was. Yeah. Gee, thank you for the introduction. It was fantastic. The opener, and we joined your uh, cricket commentary call on Wednesday, yeah. if you can remember, and we're hearing it's one yes. of the best all-time lunch breaks Triple M's ever had. That's oh. it, man. <laughs> Your highest... Highest rating lunch break in five years. Thanks, Merv. You boys are absolutely sensational. Yeah, uh, thank Minus you, mate. Greg Blewett, who's not on the show tonight, Merv, because he's up at uh, Brisbane waltzing around with Brayshaw <laughs> at some sort of winery oh. again. <laughs> mate, you, you reckon those two would be down on the beach with their, their speedos on, wouldn't you? Just strutting around the beach. Oh, give us a break. <laughs> Holding hands. Hey, let's talk a bit of Test match cricket to start with. Right. The West Indies, pretty oh. average. Two and well, some people were saying two and a half days. Really, right. it was two and a tiny bit. Forty minutes. Uh, can you see any improvement in the Gabba Thursday? Mate, I, you really can't see them improving too much. They're they're a young, inexperienced team. They rely heavily on two experienced players that have played forty Test matches between them. So it's boys against men, really, isn't it? So. The Australian bowling lineup is fantastic. Their batting is a little bit underwhelming. Their bowling, I thought, was was pretty yeah. good, but ultimately they probably won't get enough runs to put any pressure on the Australians. So, Merv, the West Indies they showed a little bit of effort and a bit of fight. There's obviously a young star in the, what's his Shamar name? Shamar Joseph. Shamar, Shamar Joseph. Joseph. Did you like? Do you like the way oh. he bowls? Oh, how good was he? But he, he batted number 11 in the first dig, <laughs> yeah. and the way he batted in the first dig, I thought he could have opened in the second dig. <laughs> yeah, um, well, he could have batted in the top order, so he showed a bit of fight, didn't he? And he showed a, a little bit of fight in that second innings with the bat, although the game was all over it. His bowling was pretty good. That first ball he bowled to Smith, just pitched good line, good length, just went away from Smith, caught the edge, caught in second, third slip. Mm-hmm. And he, he deserved the wicket. He got five for it. And he was a breath of fresh air, wasn't he? He was absolutely fantastic for the game. Merv, I blew up in the first hour of the show. The Adelaide Test was shafted by Cricket Australia, giving us the West Indies for the second consecutive year. As we know, two days and uh, 35 minutes in, it's all over. 
What happens to all those part-time workers? Where does all that Adelaide Oval food go? The boys on the hill got shafted. South Australia has been supporting Test cricket for years and years and years with great crowds, and we get to, and we you know we we get shafted by some Wednesday. decision makers at Cricket Australia. Oh, but well, you, you South Australian, oh, you're so, <laughs> seriously, you're so in it for yourself. What about all those people that flew over Friday to watch the game Friday afternoon, Saturday and Sunday? How do you reckon, how do you reckon they fell? Do they get reimbursed? Um, <laughs> <laughs> mate, you, you're right. It was, a, it was an interesting scheduling yeah. um, to start with. Test match starting on the Wednesday and oh. you sort of scratch your head and thought, what's going on there? But also... West Indies in back-to-back test matches. Oh, well, I don't, I don't think you've been shafted, but I think you haven't been handled with a lot of respect. How is that the yeah. diplomacy? No, you can just say they buggered it up, Merv. Be honest. Yes. Hey, well, basically, to, and that, that was a talk, wasn't it? Yeah. So we saw the West Indies last year, and when we saw the squad of the West Indies, it was nowhere near as capable as, as last year. But like you say, the... The bonus out of the test match was to see that young Joseph come through yeah, and just yeah. a shining light. And I suppose you could walk away from that the first test match and say, I was there to see that. It'll be interesting to see how the, the rest of his career goes. But, yeah, I, mate, you scratch your head and you think, mate, you, you've got to have a, a fair deal for everyone. And, and certainly the Adelaide Day-Night games over the last five years have been sensational. So I thought they should have possibly had the Pakistan test there. But... Mate, I, I'm not part of it. If it was up to yeah, me, okay. you know, I'd, I'd consult with you too yeah. and we'd get the draw done. <laughs> We'd have all five test matches here in Adelaide. <laughs> Need to ask you a bit of uh, local stuff. Adelaide Strikers tonight did what not many have done over the past few years and upset the Scorchers uh, over the weekend. Can you see the heat oh. <laughs> choking again and yeah. us getting through? Come on, boys. <laughs> well, it's, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Um, the, the Scorchers have been going really well and they, they lost that last tight game to the Sixers and they lose to the Strikers and what I loved about the Strikers they took in three spinners um, and, and not too many teams handle leg spin that well and uh, the two leg spinners bowled really well um, the Heat um, they, they, they've lost their last couple of games yeah. too up in Brisbane um, and they're not playing at the Gabba obviously I think they're playing on the Gold Coast okay. so they yeah. haven't got that hometown advantage so mate Toss of the coin, it's 50-50, and certainly uh, the nick the strikers are in, um, they're, they're every chance. Merv, before we say goodbye and we love chatting with you now, well, I got a photo sent the other day. Uh, there was the great Merv Hughes, 3 a.m. This photo was sent to me. You were at the Adelaide Casino. <laughs> you were sitting down and you just looked like you are in heaven. What the hell were you doing there at 3 a.m. in the morning with Max? Was Glenn Max, uh, Maxfield there? Maxwell. Yeah, that was <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I, I must have been. I, I didn't see Glenn, Glenn Maxfield or, or Glenn Maxwell there. Um, but you, you are right. I, I was in heaven. I was playing. I was playing real roulette, and I was drinking cold beer. And life doesn't get any better than that. And for the people, for your listeners, I want to express with all, with 100% sincerity. Um, drink and gamble responsibly. Oh, Thank you, Merv. Said, Merv. Yeah, my sister sent that photo. Oh. Hanging around your sister. She was there. Dangerous. Hey, thanks for joining us, Merv. Always a good time. Keep entertaining us. And hopefully the Windies can last more than two days up at the Gabba. Are you calling for Triple yeah, M Frigate? No, no, no. Darren Lehman comes in. <laughs> um, so he, he comes in for the... He'll, 
I reckon it'll be a bit serious, boys. Oh, I don't know how the call will go. Uh, but, no, Bork, Bork's a great cricket brain and he'll do really well. So I didn't do the Perth test um, and I don't do the Brisbane test. So um, rest assured, I'll be, I'll be watching it on TV and listening to Triple M. It's a great, it's a great broadcast, Triple M. Did you get paid for that luncheon you were meant to do at 1.30? Did you get your cash? Yeah, don't worry about that. No, no, no. no. Um, invoice. If anyone from the... If anyone from the tax board is listening, I, I have to send an invoice in yeah. and, and charge for GST and do the right thing, guys. You, you know how it works. <laughs> GST, yeah, right. GST. Hey, thanks again, Merv. Well done, mate. No worries, boys. Love you, mate. Have a good one. There he is. Cheers, good afternoon, Triple M Rush Hour. G'day, boys. How you going? It's Ryan here from Port Alunga. Big fan of the show. How's with rock, sport and banter? <laughs> It's not him, Boone. It can't be him. It's not. It's someone taking no. him off. It's not the great hey, Ryan Fitzgerald. Hey, can't be. It's not him. It, 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 it's Fitzy. Oh! 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 <laughs> I thought he was an imitator. Hey, 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 Bluey and Boone, I've got a story. I needed to ring the show because I've got a yes. story about a young footballer by the name of Andrew Jones. Oh, no. hey, hey, hang on. Fitzy, yes. before you start... Greg Bloch's yep. not in the show. Nah, he's gone he's to Brisbane. Oh, my so you're not even listening to our show, Fitzy. He's a loser, that yep. guy. <laughs> dead, dead set. Honestly, no, Burn, Burn this, this one's for you. And you, you okay. Like, you're going to get a kick out of this. Exactly. I've, been taking, I've been taking my young fellas to go watch the Crows train and um, watching a few sessions and then after my, after one of the training sessions, Brody Smith, yeah. legendary halfback planker yep. for the Adelaide Crows, comes over and goes, Fitzy, can I just have a quick chat to you? And I'm going, oh, no. Jesus, what have I done here? <laughs> well, he, he's obviously read my stats from my previous career and gone, what Five the hell on. have you done with your life? Five on debut. <laughs> Five on debut. But Brody goes, mate, can you do me a favour mm-hmm. and can you tell Jars that I've signed a two-year extension at the Adelaide Crows and I... I'm not going to play for the Port Alunga Football Club. And I said, I said, I said, what are you talking about? He goes, mate, have a look at these text messages. He's been texting me saying, Brody, I'm really keen to chat to you. See if you want to have a kick at Port Alunga next year. So, Is he retiring him? So, listen to this. I do some research, Burn, and I find out. Jars is chasing a guy called Brody Smith, who's a ruckman from the Clarence. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's texting the wrong guy. Wrong guy, wrong identity. Brody Smith is looking at me going, mate, I've still got a couple of years of leaving the AFL. <laughs> Why don't you just go and get Dusty Martin? <laughs> Charlie Curno and see how you go with the cockle divers. Oh, oh, I said, bro, Smithers, I am so sorry, mate, but he, he, he's got dementia and he's losing his time. I'm just happy he got his team right, his team name. I couldn't work out why he kept knocking me back. Oh, mate, just, oh, it was classic Jarman, oh, classic Jarman. It. it was just... Oh, it made me laugh. Hey, hey, while I'm on oh, here, can, oh, I yeah. give, can I give can I give the festival a plug, boy? Yes. Go on, mate. When is it? Round two, Burn. Yep. Nice day to go to the club down at Port Alunga on oh, yeah. February 24th. We got some really, really good bands. If anyone's keen, we got 
The Marker Kane, Teenage Jones, Children Collide. Coffin, Stiff Richards, Pissed Idiots. We've got some great bands. Yes. Some great great South Australian bands as well. We've got Ethanol Blend, West Everton, King Jeff and the How Are You's, Tommy Redden's band. We've got some – it's going to be a great day. So if you're keen to see some great bands, some Beautiful. good punk bands, come yeah. come down Feb 24th. Go to daybedrecords.com and you can get your tickets there, boys. And they're selling oh, fast too, I hear, Fitzy. Mate, they, the first couple of weeks, Shards – over a thousand tickets sold, Jeez. so it's going. It's going pretty quick. If you if you want to come down for a great day down south Fun. on the mid, come down and see some great good bands. Uh, uh, thanks, Fitzy, and well uh, just say good day to Brody Smith. For <laughs> Mate, I, I can't wait for Brody Smith to be starting in the guts of Port Alunga next year. Thanks, mate. Love the you. Great Ryan Fitzgerald. And we're, play, you we're playing as well. This thing, the pissed idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on vocals. I'm <laughs> on drums. See you, Fitzy. See you, lads. See you, boys. Elmat Cleaning Services. Industry leaders for all industrial and commercial cleaning requirements. Call 1-800-4-ELMAC. It's time now for Bernie Vince's Final Facts. Yeah, 22nd of January. January nearly come and gone already. Know, Christmas Bern. gone, New yeah. Year's. It'll be bloody Christmas again. It won't be long. Know it. So, good show, though. Nah, good show. Good show, really family. Thanks it. for supporting us. Yep, and thanks for the text messages about Lovely. Greg Blewett maybe not coming ever, yep. back ever and, again. And, you know, they had an opinion about the uh, Adelaide Oval being. Yeah, that was strong on that, both ways, which we enjoy. Um, not going to do the traditional, obviously, because Greg's not here. Yeah, uh, what do you quiz, got? But I'm going to see if you know some of these things that have happened or occurred on this day, okay. Jars. Okay, Ben. 22nd of January. Going to start... Just last year. What do you got? 12 months ago, 2023, surfer Laura Aniva mm. surfed the largest ever wave by a woman. Yeah. Guess how many... Oh, we'll go metres because we talk metres here in Australia. Metres. How high was the wave? It was in Hawaii? 67 metres. <laughs> what? 67... That's a that, that'll wipe out a city. <laughs> that would land on the beach and wipe you think out it's a funny, city. Molly? <laughs> okay. Okay, do I get another guess? Oh, well, it's a lot less. 25 metres. That's not a bad guess. 13.3 metres. <laughs> oh, let's just add some sound to it. Yeah, it's done. That's brave. That's brave. That is brave. You think wow. of 13 metres, you stand down and look up. No, thanks. You think of the diving board? No, at the... thanks. There we go. Look at the <laughs> The diving board of the Aquatic Centre is 10 metres high, Jars, and that is high. That's high, Brendan. Three, well, another three and a bit metres. That's so a big wave. Our, our dear friend Fitzy rang us just yes. before. Yes. He'd be on a wave now down well, at Port Nolunga, the mayor of Port Nolunga, yeah. Fitzy. Yeah, I want to get on that How wave funny too. Was that, that he's he just on rang that. up. Very good, out just of the to blue. Whack me once again. A uh, 2018, not that long ago yes, as ben. well. Yes, Ben. Um, first of all, tell me what. Oh. This sound represents. Yeah. Who is this? What okay. company? Oh. You've heard of that, haven't Mac. you? Mac. No. Play it again. You've heard you of that. You know this, Jazz. You've heard that. No. You, you know do. you've heard this. Here, again. Go into that. Yeah. Go into that brain with the it's overhead. It's software mob, isn't it? No. Oh, it's... Nah. Yeah, I... It's a Stop digital media. Me the answer. No, I'm not. Digital media, I'll call it. 
Oh, Microsoft. I think you've already said that. <laughs> He's had three guesses oh, and two of the tell same me what one. It is. That's Netflix. Oh, but you watched that the other last night. <laughs> Come on, play Thank that you. sound again. Now we know it. Do you know yeah. what it's Netflix? Oh, yes. Netflix. It kind of sounds like the PlayStation one a bit, though. No, I don't yeah, know what that and is. And it sounds a little bit like Law and Order. That it TV does show. a little bit, yeah. yes. Yeah. Just a bit of a higher You're tone. Be long burn, I've so get down. Netflix became the largest, <laughs> this is 2018, yes, became man. the largest digital media and entertainment company. <laughs> In the world, yeah. worth a hundred billion, hundred billion that ticked over oh, on 2018. God. So, right now, yeah, it's more than doubled in Double. the last, yes, wow. in the last oh. five and a bit years. We need so, to come up with unbelievable. Like that, All right, that's it. No, go to a couple more. Uh, 2006. Yes, Ben. Kobe Bryant became the second highest scorer of all time in a game, just yeah. one game, mm-hmm. single game, yeah. behind Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah. How many points did he score? Was the Lakers v Toronto? 55 points. Raptors? No, it was higher, Jazz. 64 points. Higher. He didn't get 70 plus points, surely. He got 70 plus. Oh. He no. got 80 plus. Get out. 81 points, Jazz, in 2006. V who? V the Toronto Raptors. Wow. Which I said. Yeah, but anyway, you'd like things repeated. Now, I'll just finish you off. I know you're a big fan of this woman. But I want to ask so you a question. So I'm not for three, really. Yeah, I'm you're not, not for, for three. three. So Greg sort of, yeah. I think I'm he's winning really and he's not, not here. here. 1993, yes. Australia's number one song on this day, 22nd of January, was, I want the name, name. the yeah. artist, name. and who wrote it. Artist and wrote it. Get go. And so it's Whitney Houston. Yep. What's it called? Um... We'll always love you. Yeah, I'll accept that. I will always love you. And, and Do you who, know wrote who wrote it? it? Who wrote it? It was wrote tw- or written 23. Her auntie. Her auntie. Jazz. Um, uh, she was singing. Uh, she's got a beautiful voice, her auntie. So it die, was die. die. It was 20 years before yeah, the song yes, went correct. number one. What was it? Um, Dylan, Dion, nah, Dion. It's D. D, yeah, I know. Come on, tell me quick. Dolly Parton. (gasps) Dolly Parton wrote it, Jar. What? Dolly, is that who you're trying to think of? Yeah, Dolly Parton. No, you weren't. Her auntie, your other auntie. (laughs) Her other auntie. (laughs) You called her Dion. She's a singer as well. You called her Dion, you (laughs) idiot. No, I didn't. (laughs) I'll Dion you tomorrow. Dolly Parton, what I didn't realise, Dolly Parton wrote that song. Yes, she did. 20 years earlier for her current partner, or her ex-partner. It was meant to be for Kenny Rogers and he turned it down. (laughs) (laughs) See you tomorrow. You reckon Kenny Rogers is ripping that out? You're the strikers.